0: all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. You have not a
1: high priest, Hebrews 4. You got it? We have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like us, yet was without sin. Let us therefore ask for help. You can do this. You can ask for grace. Now, this I want you to think about this. This you learn when you're you're a salesman, kind of, or something like that. Doers create needs. Like, if you're a doer, you run out of resources and you need more resources. I'm speaking from experience, not from somebody else's life. Now, I got a lot of testimonies of other people's lives. Every time you do something for God, you activate the grace to get more stuff to do it. That's why people who won't do it till they got it never get it because they won't do it. (laughs) I don't know if I can say that again. When you do something, the supply comes. But if you don't do it and you're waiting to have it before you do it, you'll never get it. It's the obedience that activates the grace for the vision. You guys that lead your houses, you young men that got young wives and stuff, I'm telling you, if you will start to do stuff for your house, God will start bringing it to you and he'll teach you in your house. But if you do it there, he's gonna want you to do it for the kingdom too. Because he's gonna use your little sphere to teach you how it works. It's not bless us forward no more. It's a principle of expansion that you learn to believe God for resources. I can tell you honestly, I almost don't remember having a project that I had the stuff for the day I started it, sometimes not even the money at all. But you just start the project and then the resources start to come. I can't explain it to you. I don't even know how. I just know God does it. And anybody that's worked with me very long has seen God do that. He just brings it. But the doing activates the grace. Doers create need. You know, Smith Wigglesworth. Oh, I'd say it better than that. I want to honor the guy because he's such a great man of God. He says, if God's not moving, I move God. How do you move God? With your faith. He'd create a circumstance. If, if, If God, you know, if God's not moving and somebody's sick, you pray for the sick anyway, and God will come help. It moves God when you do what he says. Oh, somebody should have said amen. <laughs> if you want to go help a widow, watch God. That's all I'm going to tell you. You think you don't have nothing to help nobody? Go start helping a widow or a fatherless kid and watch what God gives you. People start giving you toys. You don't even know what to do. They start giving you stuff. So they'll start, God will start giving you things. If you start helping people, God will give you resources to give them. He'll give you so many resources, you'll need help to distribute it. I, I, I am a, a, a seedbed, you know. Like, I can take stuff you're throwing away, and you'd be, you'd be amazed what I can do with that with God. God brings me stuff. I just need young men now, because it's getting harder to move. I'll be honest with you, you know, move so much and that stuff after a while. You need some young, young, strong men to move all that stuff. Amen. By obeying God, they put a demand on God's character and he loves it. By obeying God, you put a demand on him to keep his word and God likes showing you he's honest. He's believed me for that. That's good. I got that. I'm going to do that. I think God smiles when you do something like that. When you do something and you don't have nothing and you're believing Him to give it to you, I think He gets all excited. Sometimes you've got to do it afraid though, right? When you attempt to do this, what He asks you to do, you start operating in the supernatural. You create supernatural power. The Lord told me years ago, He says, you're operating in the supernatural. I was building a garage at the time. And uh, I told you this story, but I'll tell it real quick and then I'll close. I was building a garage because I was expanding the garage I was at and it was all faith because when I moved in it I didn't have the money to buy it and I needed to build a garage and, and because I, I had a car lot you can't have a car lot without a garage and I didn't have the money to build a garage so I called my contractor buddy he had faith too and and he was going to just work with me he brought this big gasoline powered sawzall to cut the concrete with Can you walk behind you know and he fires it up and I turn white as a sheet because now I'm scared because I don't have the money to do anything. <laughs> no, we laughed. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm afraid because I don't have the money to, to pay him. I got like 800 bucks and I'm hoping he can run his saw for 800 bucks. I got the saw there. He cut it. I sold some cars. He called a back hose. The dump truck started getting that stuff out of there. All of a sudden, I was able to buy more cars. I paid for the garage from... 1st of June to the end of October cash and never borrowed a dime. It was thirty some thousand dollars All because I did it afraid and had him cut. See, this is what you got to be willing to do. And I'm, I'm telling you something that I learned from experience. If you've made a mistake, you got to have the guts to go out and say, you have to shut this job down. I don't have the money and stop in the middle of your project. Now you might think that's terrible, but I think that's honesty. So you don't make bills you can't pay. You don't cheat people out of money, but you're using your faith to believe God. Believe it or not, that's how I learned to believe God. Just do it. If I had to shut him down, I'm not going to not pay him, so we're going to shut it down. If it has to sit there, I'm not going to not pay him because that's stupid. That's not faith. That's ignorance and, and taking advantage of people. But God met me every time, and my entire business was built that way, from getting the car lot to the constructions, the jobs, the church, he did all that so I could do this and learn to do it debt-free. That's what all that was about. All those learning experiences. If you believe you're healed, do it like you're healed. i got to tell you this real quick. I'm full of stories, but it, I remember I hurt my shoulder. I was pushing a Mazda truck in the garage, and I didn't know anything about rotator cuffs or nothing. I just knew my shoulder hurt for three or four months. It was awful. Couldn't raise my arm like this, you know. You don't want to tell nobody because you feel what are you going to tell him? You don't have no medical insurance. You're believing God to get better. Because sometimes we had it. Sometimes we didn't. We prayed to our house when you got sick. and <laughs> didn't run to the doctor. We all prayed. So I got this shoulder that's no good. And I'm obeying God. I'm believing God. I take Dr. John to the airport in Clarksburg. He's going somewhere. I said, I love you, doc. I shake his hand. He goes, who's God's touching your shoulder, Joe. Is there something wrong with it? I said, yeah, but it's not now. <laughs> my shoulder got healed just like that goodness and mercy will follow you I wasn't asking him for a healing my my lifestyle and my, my obedience to God was creating my future my connection later three months later I, I had I damaged my elbows those of you've who ever used a spud bar long time I had this house I worked on for about ten years and spud bars hit rocks, and I be, I swear I beat the padding out of both my elbows. They was my elbows hurt so bad after that. I worked on that yard for them years. I think I ruined them. I mean it hurt every time. You know, I'm laying in bed. Anybody have to you gotta take your arm and go like this because your joints hurt so bad, you can't move it. Where I come home, Kenneth Hagas on TV. And and I'm I'm cranky, I'm angry, I'm upset, I had a bad day. So my feelings have nothing to do with it. Kenneth Hagin's on TV. because goes, there's a man out there. His elbows are hurting him. He wants you to lay your hands. I'm mad. I got dinner on my lap. I'm eating. I'm grumpy. But I took my hand. I dropped that. But yes, Lord. Both my elbows got healed that day. That's to let you know, please don't go by your feelings. I was grumpy. I was hungry. I was mad. <laughs> I was human, but God was bigger than my humanity and his divinity interrupted my humanity with a miracle. That's why you can't go by how you feel to get better. The fact was, I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed if I'm grumpy. I'm redeemed if I'm happy. I'm redeemed if I'm hungry is it's a spiritual fact. The gavel fell, the paperwork was done, and now it's being enforced on my life in the name of Jesus. Now that ought to set some of you free that you don't have to be perfect to get what God's got for you. You can be you. You just can't do things bad on purpose. I'm being honest with you. You can't defy God on purpose and get this, I'm not. I'm talking about when you ain't perfect and you're doing the best you can with what you got, God is a good father and he knows the difference, if you're good and you mess it all up and you're still doing the best you can, he said, come on son, we'll fix that all up, we'll watch this, watch, watch me let's stand to our feet Father, I thank you for the release of healing in this house I thank you that any blockages are removed this morning Remove the blockages, God. Remove the hindrances to our healing. I thank you that some of them went this morning and they're gone, but I thank you, even the ones in the future, the revelations that come up, that we're free. Thank you, God, that you're not moved by our flakiness. You're moved by your son and what he did on the cross. Thank you that in our imperfections you meet every you feed us today, God, even when we're grumpy. We could cuss today and you're still going to let us eat, God, because you're so good. I'm not promoting sin, God. I'm, I'm telling everybody how good you are. How merciful you are. How kind you are. How gracious you are. That we didn't have to be perfect for Jesus to die. He died for us when we were sinners. Thank you. At the cross, he took care of every curse. And that we're free. In the name of Jesus. Father, you you were so merciful. You healed me in my conditions, God. You had healings chase me down to give them to me, God. Father, I pray for myself and everybody here to uh, uh, new avenues be opened up for healing of their body. Diseases that have been there for 10, 20, 30 years, God, I thank you. You're going after them now in the name of Jesus. Blood pressures, colon issues,
0: I THANK YOU GOD I GIVE YOU PRAISE Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right, for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.